Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. It's a busy day in New South Wales Harness Racing. We're looking forward to two cards of racing. We kick off. This afternoon with Tamworth, their first of nine gets underway at 1pm before we roll along to Penrith this evening with another eight. 6.21 is kickoff. We had Bathurst race last night and it really was the Hewitt show. Bernie Hewitt taking home four of the nine winners on that card as trainer and driver. So a great night at the office for Bernie off the back of that uh, group two victory as well on uh, Saturday evening, just gone with Lady Kingsclare in the New South Wales Breeders Challenge Blue two-year-old Phillies final. We also had that trialling session yesterday at Menangle where quite a few top-line horses stepped out. JOK was successful in the first trial, 152 and 6 was the time recorded there. Promised Land won the third trial. She was a little green as well, Promised Land, but she still managed to get the job done in a 27-7 closing quarter. Bainbridge, the gold chalice winner, was back in second and maybe a horse to scribble into the black book uh, in third was Eagle Watch, a former Kiwi now with Bailey McDonald. We had a chat to Bailey last week, in fact, about his move to New South Wales. This is his own pacer and he went to the line under a real hold in behind uh, those two nice three-year-olds, so he might be one to watch when he steps out. Luxa Turner was successful uh, in her trial, this unbeaten filly. She's won the Bathurst Gold Tiara. She's won the Nutrient Sales Series final already, banking just shy of $200,000 in her relative short career. She was very impressive. It was only a half-head margin in the end, but she sat back, uh, of course, in her career so far. We've seen her operate from the front on all occasions. She was driven off speed there yesterday, and in a 27-2 closing quarter, she was, I would say, on the clock closer down to the, the low 26 mark and did it really comfortably. So she looked really impressive on her way towards the New South Wales Breeders Challenge. So that's a bit of a trial recap from yesterday at Menangle. I'm keen to catch up with Jimmy Douglas this morning. Of course, he's got a couple of drives tonight at Penrith, the same at Menangle on Saturday night. But on Tuesday at Menangle, again, Mac Da Vinci was incredibly impressive, making it back-to-back victories with Jim aboard. And as I say, good morning to you, Jimmy. Uh, he's back right in great form, Mac Da Vinci. He's flying. Good morning. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. He's a, a horse with a lot of ability, Mac Da Vinci, but his last two efforts have been sensational. It seems as though he switched right back onto this racing caper. For sure. He's, he's always been a, a top-quality horse, as you know. Um, probably his first few runs back in New South Wales, he didn't have a lot of luck and things didn't go his way, but his last two wins have certainly shown how much speed he has and, and how much of a top-quality horse he is. 150 and 5, he ran a few Saturday nights ago, and it was a, a really frenetically run race, which probably assisted him. But he, he probably had no right to win on Tuesday the way that race played out. No, not really. When you're back in the field and those good horses that, that they get a, above 30 seconds, second quarter, it, it's always very hard to pick them up. And uh, he did a phenomenal job to get them down the straight, and he, he really was moving quick. He, he has unbelievable speed. I'm just looking at the sectional times now. His own last quarter, 25 and 6. That's just further evidence of how quick he is. And you could tell watching the screen uh, that he was just low flying, but feeling that power that he has must have been special. 
It was. It's a great feeling. It's it's been a while since I've driven a horse like him, so it's it's good to get back on a good one. And that last two hundred, especially, um, sometimes when when they're sprinting like that for a quarter, right on the line, you feel like they might have had enough. But he really run right through the line, and he could have kept going. Um, it was a really good feeling, and his last two hundred would have been unbelievable. He's a horse that's had some really good periods in his career where he's gone on a bit of a run late last year in Queensland. He was flying, but I was just under the impression watching a bit of his racing uh, in Queensland that maybe he was just not in the right mindset, but uh, Peter Hansen has uh, retaken over this horse and uh, it's like he's got that killer instinct back. Yeah, P- Peter does do a great job with his horses. He always has. And but like I said, I've only driven in the last couple of runs, but I think he was even... Well, like, he wasn't entitled to win Tuesday, like you said, and even though the times might not have been as quick as when he won the start before, what he did and how he felt on Tuesday was possibly even better than the start before. So um, he's really got him flying. He's, he does seem to be a bit of a confidence horse, and he, he's got his confidence right up now, so hopefully he keeps that run going. No doubt about that. And the fact that he's in such a, a good, confident mindset at the moment, have you had any discussions with Peter about a, a race or two that he could be set towards when he's in this sort of form? Has the Victoria Cup been bandied around? Well, has there been any discussions or is it just to try and maintain this at maybe that Saturday night level now? Uh, yeah, no, there hasn't been any discussions with me about that. I suppose they're just taking it week by week. Um, like he was nominated for the Lensmith Mile last week and he didn't get a run, which was probably fair enough on his form. So that was sort of like the consolation of the Lensmith Mile on Tuesday that he won, if for want of a better term. But um, he'll, I would imagine he'd just keep racing in the free-for-all on a Saturday night, and if he keeps his form going, then for sure, if those races are coming along, then definitely have a look at races like that. He's in great form, Makdovich. That was a super impressive win there on Tuesday at Menanga. You head to Penrith tonight with uh, quite a few nice chances as well. You start off the night uh, with a second row draw, but then uh, consecutive one gates will certainly assist. In race number one, Lanakai Beach is your drive here. This guy's been pretty consistent. He's knocking on the door to win another race. I thought his run there a few starts ago in quick time was really solid. And this looks a winnable contest with the right run. Definitely, he shouldn't get a too bad a run through from the from eight eight well like one off on the second row. So hopefully he can get a good spot early. And if he's not too far from him, he's never he's never far away from him. He probably doesn't win that often, but he's definitely very consistent. And it's probably the the most suitable race he's been in for a little while. So hopefully he can get over the top of them tonight. All right, that's race one, number eight, Lanakai Beach. Then we move to race number two. Our surf and safari uh, has been beaten margins of late, but it's always helpful when you come up with the ice gate around Penrith and uh, in this up to 48 rated grade. It probably looks a strong enough contest, but maybe she's a, a place player from the draw? I think so. She definitely seems to do her best racing when she is close to the pegs of Penrith. Um, so, so one is a big help for a horse like her. Um, it'd be nice to, to settle probably behind the leader. Um, there's a couple quick out there, so I'm not, I'm not sure if we can hold behind the leader, but hopefully we can. And, yeah, she, she's definitely a place chance from the draw. All right, that's race two. And race number three, Stoneroyd is your Stoneroyd is your uh, drive here. A former Kiwi, two runs, uh, and a last start Menangle winner. Your first drive on this sky, but uh, was able to get the job done there at Menangle, so you would think should be more than competitive in this race. 
Definitely. Like you said, it's my first drive on the horse. So I don't really know him that well, but I was in the race that he won at Menangle last week, and he definitely moved really good when he came away from the inside. So uh, drawing one again obviously helps, and um, he's probably up in grade a little bit from what he raced at Menangle, racing horses like Jack Camflyer tonight. But he's definitely good enough on that run at Menangle, and, and like you say, Barrier won such a massive advantage. So I expect him to go pretty close. Yeah, looks like a top chance there. And in race number four, Swedish Meatballs, again, the inside gate. You're having some fortune tonight. A winner three starts ago where she dead-heated after getting a nice run in proceedings. They went 56, though, so it was uh, still a good effort. And she comes up with a good draw tonight. Can she take advantage? Yeah, unbelievable drawing three ones in a row. Normally you go three weeks without drawing one. But, um, yeah, one, again, is a massive help for her. She's actually she's a very good leader, so... I would like to probably hold from the inside gate there. There is a little bit of speed, so we'll just have to assess things. But um, she she has one in front at Penrith before, and she can probably run that 56, 57 in front. So, um, you know, with times like that, she's probably going to be hard to run down if she's if she's able to hold the front without having to use too much. So, um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to her tonight. I think she's racing really good, and since dead heating for that win a few runs ago, she hasn't had much luck. So. She gets back to the barrier one tonight and over the mile, and I do think she'll be hard to beat. All right, that's race four, number one Swedish meatball. She looks a great chance. 7.45 is kickoff time for that race. And whilst we're having a chat, Jim, just uh, in regards to Saturday night, I thought uh, Total Diva, you can never really discount her. She goes around in the Norm's daughter stakes. Again, a wide draw as is expected, but uh, you would expect, again, that this race is going to generate some tempo. So she could be uh, finishing off strongly. Wouldn't surprise if she bobbed up. Yeah, for sure. She's, she's a top-quality mare, Total Diva. She hasn't had much luck of late, and it, it is hard for her in these mares races. She always draws bad because of her high rating. So um, her form probably her number form doesn't read that well, but she probably hasn't been far behind those better mares lately. So hopefully there's a bit of speed on, we get a bit of luck in running, and, and she can come over the top of them. All right, that's the Norm's daughter on Saturday night as part of an eight race card. Appreciate your time this morning, Jim. Uh, looking forward to seeing how Mac Da Vinci continues to progress throughout this preparation. He's low flying and he's hoping there's some winners tonight at Penrith as well. Thanks, Britt. Thanks very much. Jimmy Douglas joining us this morning here for On The Pace. So that's Penrith tonight, as mentioned, eight races there. The first getting underway at 6.21 and a really good push there from Jimmy Douglas in race number four, Swedish Meatballs. Before then, Tamworth, uh, their nine race card gets underway at 1pm. Michael Gearan will be back tomorrow just after 10.30 to try and find some winners at that strong Menangle card on Saturday night, which features three heats of the carousel. That Norm's daughter stakes a Waratah series final and also a strong fast class event. That's on the pace for this Thursday.